Come on, baby. I'm feeding, 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 feeding. Feeling X-rated. Welcome to another episode of Fading X-Rated. Have your boys here today. You got me, Day. You got uh, what I call X earlier, uh, X the Stallion. You got Kip, uh, Kip Skywalker on the ones and two and Bobby the God. Uh, we're going to get started right on to everything today. Uh, first topic, um, you might get hit with the Rico. And niggas is getting hit with the Ricos. Um, we have Gunna and Young Thugger have been arrested um, in part of a Rico charge um, down in Atlanta. Um, it's a lot going on behind this. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard about everything pertaining to this Rico case that they have been charged with. Uh, just to give a little background on it, um, I believe it's them two and at least 20 plus other people that were charged in connection of a murder, um, as well as uh, drug charges, et cetera. Um, Right now, um, I know they pulled up to Thugger and arrested him at his crib. Um, Gunna had to turn himself in. Um, they both have been denied bond to get out of jail, so they're still in jail. Um, Thug faces additional charges after they found guns and drugs when they searched his home. So it's not looking too good for, for him. And it's, it's really crazy. So they're saying... And, and this is related to the gang that Young Thug is either a part of or a, the head of, which is YSL. Not sure what it stands for. Maybe Young Savage Life. I don't know. Uh, that's to make an assumption. Um, they're saying that that group since like 2015 has been connected to somewhere north of like 40 plus bodies or some shit. And where Young Thug comes in the part with this is that Back in 2015, he rented a 2014 Infinity that was used uh, in a murder um, with some of his YSL affiliates. Um, Thugger, I mean, uh, Ghana is uh, tied to this, I believe, based off of something with with like his, the, the lyrics of his songs or like in connection with... Um, storing and with the, the intent to distribute multiple different types of drugs. I know methamphetamine was one and co codeine was another one or hydrocodeine was another one. It's a lot going on with uh, this shit. And the shit was really unexpected because I believe what that Sunday, um, right before they were, uh, the Rico went out for the both of them. Gunner was performing at a Broccoli Fest, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, he was performing at Broccoli Fest on Sunday. And I believe what people were saying there, once he the news came out that, you know, this Rico was out for him, like he, he might have left the, the festival during that time period. And then also, like, I'm not sure if it was, it might have been sometime last week or whenever that award show was, but the nigga was at that award show too. So it was just like, damn, look how life, look how life can turn on you that quick. That shit is insane. Um, I'm going to let y'all provide your feedback. I'm going to get a little bit more uh, info on the, on the Rico case so that we can uh, go over the full legal details of everything. 
Um, but yeah, nah, I, I was gonna chime in and say, like, you know, ultimately, I think that this is just proof in the pudding that you know it, it's almost like what they say in the Miranda right. Everything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. You know, ultimately, we as I'm gonna go ahead and say it, we as black men, we need to go ahead and be cognizant of the things that we say and how we say it and where it's being said, if that makes sense. Ultimately, especially when you're a high profile individual, everybody wants to knock you down. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a true statement. And mm-hmm. ultimately, if you do or say something that could potentially implicate you, your speech can get you in trouble. No, we can look back at Bobby Schmurder, that mm-hmm. the, the hot nigga shit. That was that. Remember when that happened? I, what year was that? That was like, that was like 2015, 2016. So you would have thought that niggas would have gotten the wise up about it. Like, huh, maybe I shouldn't rap about certain things. But nonetheless, you go back to the NWA, fuck the police, which is you no know, separate in the sense of, you know, organized crime and against, you know, just simply using uh, their words to go ahead and 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 uh, actually be, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, neg- negative towards individuals who have dissension towards the police. But ultimately, the things that you say in your lyrics as an artist could potentially put you behind bars or put you in a position of trouble. Um, so it's definitely not a good position that you ever want to put yourself in by, you know, simply, you know, just rapping about certain things. You know, like they, like the old adage of uh, Lil Wayne says, real G's move in silence. You don't have to go ahead and say everything you did or everything you're involved in because the fact is ultimately that's going to get you in trouble. Like that's going to fuck you up. Like you ultimately, you know, setting yourself up to get, <laughs> to get, you know, caught up in some shit. Like, you know, it's, it's silly to me to go ahead and do that. Just chill. Don't say nothing. You did what you did. Just relax, my nigga. Like you don't gotta go ahead and do that. Like Jay said the best, yo. We, yeah, yo, y'all shooting, y'all showing y'all guns on the internet. We don't do that, and we don't do that where I'm from. We just use our shits and get rid of them. Like, come on, my nigga. Like, use your fucking brains. No, I will say this: the uh, the human in me definitely makes me think that ultimately, it's un- it, Although it's unfortunate for people to be put in a position like that, but you also have to own up to what you did, bro. bro. Like you did something that that impacted other people's lives. Like you said, ultimately, this they're they're being potentially implicated in potentially over fifty murders. Fifty. That's a lot of people dying. Fifty's a lot of motherfuckers. So like ultimately, you know, some people's families, they're gonna want their retribution. They want their day in court. They wanna go ahead and get it. Now, granted, I'm not saying that thug is the reason why you no know, these people were murdered. Uh, aside from uh, the the alleged hits that he put out on, I put ledge and put quotes around that the alleged hits that he put on Lucci, but ultimately, you know, this is something that you know it, it's almost like the chickens come home to roost. I got for lack of better terms, you know, ultimately you do bad. No, don't be surprised when bad shit comes back around to to, to turn his head. Um, I will say this though. Whether or not he founded it, I think that ultimately the higher profile, the highest profile individual is always going to be the one that's going to bear the lion's share of the shit. Because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, what they're going to try to do is get the highest profile motherfucker to flip on the lowest niggas, the niggas that they know did the crime. So, for example, Thug was the, the was uh, essentially the founder of the, of the organization, but John, Johnny is the one who actually pulled pull the trigger on five bodies. They want to make they want to make Thug a flip on Johnny. They know Johnny did it, 
but they want Thugger to flip on him so that way they can go ahead and basically lock this motherfucker down. You know, uh, and I know people were talking about the situation. Ultimately, when they build in the Rico case, this shit is not like, oh, we we believe you did it. They know you did. They know you did certain things, and they know information. They want to make sure that it's a close, short, close, shut case where it's literally, it, it's basically up to you to go ahead and prove that you ain't got nothing to do with it. Like at this point, it's not innocent until proven guilty. It's guilty until proven innocent. It, it's not a good look. But I'm gonna go ahead and pass it on to y'all. Yeah, no, nah, I agree. And basically, um, what I was hearing, they've been watching them for ten years, mm-hmm. watching them do all this dirt and crime and all the, all the stuff alleged to you know, be done. And they've been you know blaming them from for the murders to the people killed and things of that nature, which is kind of crazy, you know. For ten years, you they wasn't even who they were. Now they're millionaires. They have, like, Young Thug was about to open up a whole uh, water park. For, he, uh, his agent gifted him 100 acres of land down here, or whatever, which is crazy. But now, for 10 years but up all that case, and you're affiliated, they was like, gonna... He said, they used one of his rap lyrics, said we got what, 10 choppers with 100 rounds or 100 round chop, some some shit like that. And he had a YSL chain on in one of the shows. Boop, got him. Mm, you're, you're a part of it. <laughs> Regardless, and that's, you know, I mean, that's sad, but it's it happens any type of affiliation which is you know the law down in georgia if you are affiliated with anything you you couldn't even not do a crime but if your name or if you're in a picture with them and you you're assigned to that label you're affiliated with them and you will go down in a regal charge with them which is crazy but yeah um no prayers up hopefully you know they really wasn't a part of it but that you know what i'm saying i hope hope our black men are not putting other black men down that's pretty much what i'm trying to say but if you're a part of it then you know you gotta do your time my boy you gotta do your time they saying that the ysl is young slime life just to correct i said young savage like but young slime life they saying that it's a, a report that they are associated with 80 percent of the crime in atlanta that's both i from uh 2018 to 2020. I don't know about that one. That's a little that's wild. That's staggering. That's that like, is that's a, staggering. That's a, mm. What about that is staggering if that's woo now I will say this. I I will be honest though. If if the gang is large enough, it is possible for that situation yeah. to happen. You know, it could it could be affiliated with it. It could be that big, it could be that expansive. Because once again, those Rico charges, they tend to be pretty expansive there those are the, the if i'm not mistaken the rico statute was made to take down organizations it's not to take mm-hmm. down 10 motherfuckers feel like the mob and the mafia right yeah it was, it was really originally take, used to take on the mob in new york but ultimately they are looking to take down everybody yeah. like you said bobby it's affiliates if you got anything to do with it you wrapped up in it they're going to bring you in for questioning now granted you know some people going to walk because the fact that they may not have done anything, but at the end of the day, they're going to go ahead and be- they're going to go ahead and assume that anybody who's under the umbrella of YSL is something to do with this racket that's going on. Uh, it's something to go on with this organization. So it's unfortunate, but hey, bro, no, like, I can't. <laughs> well, how, how can we, de- I, I, personally, how can I defend somebody? That's involved with something that they know knowingly knowing is wrong. Like you feel me? Like you can't be you can't say that you didn't know that dealing drugs is wrong. You can't say that like, like, shooting people is doing wrong or robbing people is doing wrong. You can't not know know these things, bro. Like, I'm surprised they not giving letting at least gunning go out on bond. Like 
I don't think no, none has like a a history of of crime. Do we? Nah, one I of the one of one of the lawyers basically they were supposed to appear in court uh sometime last week, but they weren't ready. They said they had to appear at eleven thirty, so they pushed it back because if you go into court and you don't have like people that's like people like basically the people that they employ and stuff like that, they're not a part of it. But you know, you employ DJs, managers, um, like shit of that nature. If they mm. can't kind of say what you this is what he has done for me. This is how great he has been for the community. Community. That's how you get your bond. And then once you get your bond, then that's how you get, you know you basically see if they're gonna give it to you or not. But if you don't have those people to go ahead and say that you're you know good for the community, you won't get a bond. And then that's how you pretty much just stay in jail and pretty much lose your case. Because once you're out on bond, you can keep pushing it back. You can keep finding out what they know and what you need to undo and how you're going to go about your case but once you're inside you're inside your lawyer's not going to do the work for you you have to kind of figure it out and pay him you know what i'm saying shit like that so that's mm-hmm. that's why uh they haven't you know went to court for that one yeah but they yeah and uh if y'all remember like back in 20 uh end of 2021 uh casanova was uh oh yeah i went to jail for some racketeering rico charges and that oh, yeah, nigga- they- he played, he, guilty. he played guilty, faces up to 60 years. Yeah, I heard I saw that headline today. Yeah, yeah that's that's these niggas is coming. From hey, blood. bro, they saying six nine snitching everybody. That's what they say. He says six, six, trying to go and blame six nine, nine giving everyone up. Hey, bro, but, the, but time out wasn't he? It's funny, wasn't he about to go down for Rico charge? Or wasn't that what the what it was that he was about to get, get hit with? Was Rico six charge? nine? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what he, yeah. <laughs> so we see we see that it's a trend that they like yo it's a they trend coming down rappers. on niggas. Yeah, you gotta you got like you gotta move smarter, bro. Right. You can't be out here doing saying certain shit because you are legitimately giving them the information hey. they need. You, to you see what little you see what little Dirk said on aha yeah, is this not, is all pops. This yeah, is all, all I'm about pride. to say the same shit. <laughs> this is not real. But I know, no, we all know it's a wink, wink. Like, yeah, yeah, my nigga, nah. But yeah, like, even even Dirk said on the song, bro, y'all niggas might as well go ahead and say that y'all killed the man the way y'all mm-hmm. been talking about shit. Like, you don't say shit. Don't say shit. You did your shit. Don't say shit. You ain't got to say you got it back. It's cool. It's cool. But there's a lot of, I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of these young rappers in jail, bro. A lot of them is getting That's, pinned yeah. down. Like that, that. all, all I hate to say, all T Wall people going down. Yeah, so. they going down. They trading, they trading the body bags for jail cells, huh? Because that they don't right. have T Wall be talking about these people. Right. First, all they do is snitch on these stuff on each other. Like just because you rapping fast, don't mean they ain't got slow motion. But you know you can slow it down on YouTube, right? Like, you go ahead and put that on zero point five. He said you what? Oh, yeah, right. What a god, bro. <laughs> yeah, got his ass. Nigga. You know what that's your mom be of? That Drewski video. Niggas said, no, 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 they, when they was act like they were cops and they listened to rap music, he like, oh, he said he from Bandcamp. Like, we don't know what that is. That's Atlanta, duh. He said, who he got? He got the gun. Oh, he, I'm gonna put in the chat. That shit's comedy. Cause it's dead ass. I said in the chat that I had the other day, bro. This shit, nigga was like Bobby Smart. He said, I just killed that nigga last night, and he's up, like, got the nigga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in fact, like niggas be dead. Like it, I'm laughing about it. It's fucked up and sad, but at the end of the day, it's. Dumb as shit, cause it's like my nigga. Why, like, nah, why brag, bro? Have you been on Twitter when niggas is like, yo, they like, uh, what do they say? Amy Schumer is the real leader of YSL, uh, and at and FBI and shit. Niggas is hmm. the dumbest fuck on Twitter. 
saying Queen Naja. I don't know what niggas gotta get Queen Naja, but they hey, like bro. I, I, I nobody like her ass. I'm telling you, I'm not a fan of her really, but I don't yeah. know what she did, but it was she... it was I, I'm not gonna I'm just a briefly touch on it. It was the it was the colorist statement that she made when mm. uh, her and her man was used to be together back in the day. It was, that's where I think uh. it, it really it really started from. Mm. Outside of niggas, you know, it's you know, generally speaking, there's always gonna be haters as well, but that yeah. that that's where that came from. Got it. When she said mm. that, she was like, Ugh, that was that was that was in poor taste. That was mm. definitely in poor taste. All right, let's move along. Like, yeah, this this is next? crazy, crazy situation for them, you know. We'll see how everything pans out. Um, let's talk, let's keep it on the rap side. So Gilly the Kid, you know, famous uh writer for Little Wayne. Um, says Lou Dirk is the new Jay Z in his on his podcast. I wish T. Wall was here to get his comments because you know Lou Durkio is, is like his his favorite artist right now. So I wonder what he would say. But what what do you guys think about that comment that that Lou Dirk is the new Jay Z? I would have to say, what do you mean by that? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm being like, I'm being here. Like, what do you mean by that? How is he? What about him constitutes that he's the uh, new Jay Z? Is he like is it the business acumen? Is it the uh, the, the the rap style? I, I'm just that's the only part. That's what I would. That's the question I have to ask just so I can understand in what capacity. Because at least to me, I, I don't find any parallel between him and Jay Z. Like I, I don't see it. Maybe I'm being ignorant, but yeah, I, I've listened to his music. His music don't sound like Jay Z. Uh, uh, no, seeing how he conducts himself, no, he not saying he's a rowdy motherfucker, but I, I don't see him conduct himself as Jay did. I, I just don't, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, what he pretty much was because, like, I he broke it down within the video. Um, and I kind of found like an excerpt of it, right? So he says, um, you know, growing up when we were. When he was a kid or, like, growing up in the game, you know, they looked up to Hove because Hove was in the game but making money, you know what I mean? And, you know, how the game – they didn't look up to the shooters or whatever because, you know – and then he says, we didn't look up to the shooters. The shooters was crash dummies. If you was a shooter, you was a nigga who life didn't mean that much. We didn't value your life. You was a goofy. It didn't matter if you went to jail because you're going to die or go to jail anyway soon. You are goofy now the shooters get praised. A nigga can have some bodies and have no money and be popular. It's like, wait, that nigga don't, that nigga, what? Mm-hmm. That nigga, that nigga don't, that nigga just got a $600 rusty gun. Like, what the fuck is we praising him for? I mean, I still don't, I, I get what he's saying, but that doesn't mean Lil Dirksen is the next, you know, JC, just because yeah. he, I feel like that nigga rap about, he may not be, well, I'm, I feel as though Dirk got at least one body on him. Just oh, for sure though. I think sure. he at least got one on him. Um, for sure. But yeah, I don't. I I agree with you. I don't really think that comparison is uh, is as it should be. I I don't know who I would compare to Jay Z. I don't think we could compare anyone to Jay Z. Um, just based on I'm trying to think who what young nigga could we compare to Jay Z. Mm, mm. I think I got one. Might be a little bit left fieldish, but I, I, who? <laughs> <laughs> the white Jay Z. White Jay Z. I ain't gonna lie. Um, 
a person that compared to Jay Z, right? Like, I would say he'd be like Jay Z, starting from burr, 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 probably from like around after the Black Album Age, uh, going forward. Corday, I think Corday. Okay. I like I Corday as as Jay Z. Corday has a mind on him. He thinks. He thinks in the way like, yo, bro, I, I, I can't be out. Not, not so much just like simply just being frugal. Mm. He's tactical about the way that he uses money. He understands that, boom, I don't have to do all this rah-rah shit to get, to get what I need what, to get. What that nigga say when he was about to get those sneakers? <laughs> That's an 06 Honda right there. He didn't take them shit back. <laughs> My nigga, Corday, bro. I think I, I would say Corday for me. I, I could go Corday. That's, that's who I got on top of my head. But yeah, I, can't, I, I can't agree with that. I don't see, I see much other rappers like that. I'm trying to think about anybody else who would fall within that vein, but yeah, Corday is definitely that for me. I think that that's, that's who it is. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. I, I can't think of anyone else. That, just just thought that was a bold statement about Gilly the Kid. Because uh, that's not a, a lightly praise you get out there. Oh, he the next Jay-Z. Jay-Z is, prop, is amongst a lot of people's top artists of all time for like rap or hip-hop. So to say someone's the next one, that's putting someone with some really big ass um, loafers to, to fill. <laughs> Not the loafers. Some chocolates, some chocolates. Specific, yeah, facts. So that is some shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Like even I'm trying to even think back. back like big, big pimping days. I don't even see <laughs> Dirk being in that range. Like that nah. I, I, I just. I don't see it. I, I personally, I feel I don't like Dirk raps about the same shit pretty much almost every time. I mean, he he'll have a little love track, but it still has violence in, in that love track. Like, you know, <laughs> so, so I'll kill you, but I love you, bitch, type of shit. <laughs> you know sure. I mean? But yeah. I can't really speak on to his discography like that T. Wall would be the one because he listens to all this shit. I, I just recently started listening to Dirk. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. No, I would I would need uh, him. To, well, based upon the excerpt that you provided, I I'm not making that. I can't make that yeah. assertion that he's the next Jay Z. Right. Because sure. sure. anything that nigga is a shooter too. That he definitely is. is. He's the like, same you... nigga you just said that niggas is looking up to. That nigga is <laughs> he rapping, he ain't really is. rapping about money. What he 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 might be making it, but he I don't know. I don't know. I gotta watch that 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 interview in in full. To make my determination yeah. if he's if he's high on shit or if he's if he's speaking some facts. Facts, yeah, but yeah, no, I, I would need some, I need some better intel on that. Yeah. All right, but good, that's a good, that's a good point. Uh, that's, that's that's an interesting topic. Gotta go ahead and revisit that. Yeah, for sure. Who, who I relate to these rappers, like that. That makes me now think about who would you consider would be the new Kanye coming. That's up? what I'm about to say. I was about to make a like, question that, day out of that one. Yeah, that made that makes me now think about that, like. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a one on one. I can't even lie. He's a one on one. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I don't know who I'll go with that. But you know, it's interesting to see how that how this uh, shape. Like he out. said in Monster, do the track in the rap triple double no assists. <laughs> that nigga's a hard man to, to to top, especially as much as he's done for the for the game, the rap game, clothing, all that. But that's another. That's a conversation for another time. Um, Let's talk about some some generosity going on, some, some some huge generosity, some generosity I wish happened at my college graduation. Um, so uh, I think either this past week or weekend, Wiley College, um, they had their graduation ceremony. 
and an anonymous donor cleared out the student loans for each person graduating. Woohoo! Must be nice, niggas. Congrats Must be nice. Must Congrats be to them, nice. but I'm hating. I am hating. Said I'm hating. What school is this? He said Wiley? Wiley College. I think it, it might be an HBCU. Um, Wiley? I don't know. Wiley Coyote. I mean, Wiley College. I think yeah, it's, I'm about to do the same thing. <laughs> it's definitely in the South. Wiley College. Yeah, look, Texas. The, the black, the, the basketball team, all black. Man. All black. First thing that you see is black. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's absolutely a HBCU. If I'm mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't get mad. I, can't, I really can't get mad now. I can't hate on my niggas. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, y'all earned that, nigga. Y'all earned that. Hell yeah. Oh, they don't got that many students. They ain't they one thousand. God damn. Man, my, yeah, I, high school I, I can pay that, that off too. Yeah, we, I can pay <laughs> that off. I can pay that off real quick. Yeah, that's a nice write off. That's right what's there. up though. Oh, hold on. Is Wiley is that the same school? Yes, it is. The same school with the great debaters. That's why I knew that's why mm. name sound familiar to me. The same school, the Great Debaters took place. That's that was a good ass movie, right there. Yeah, I, I knew I heard my boy, in my, head. my boy T. Will acted his ass off in that. Chill out, his thing. Um, but yeah, that's dope. You know, we've seen uh, past uh, situations of you know people with wealth offering their generosity, paying off. Uh, uh, some of these students or these graduate these graduates uh, student loans. I think that's awesome. You know, you're giving them a fresh, clean slate out of college. Uh, you know, I hope I hope that they use that and don't fuck it up and then go in some other type of debt because you know what I mean. It is a little tricky coming out coming out of college. The job market ain't as I mean they're they're doing pretty well now, but it ain't always as friendly friendly as you like. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. I I I, I wonder why they did it anonymously. Maybe they just didn't want that that uh that notoriety um or not. But you know, a donation is a donation is a donation. So you know, I know I know them students is happy as shit. I would be for sure. Um, and that's what's up. You know, I, I feel as though um I feel as though each school that that'd be tough. Like. If each school like based do like a random pull of the hat, right? And you know how each each school has like different colleges, like college of education, college of business. If each school, every graduating class, right, they randomly pick out a pool of, of the the schools, the businesses, or you know, the colleges, and whatever college they pull, they clean all the debt out of clean all the student loans out of that that what's the name that's graduating. That'd be pretty dope. I think that'd be awesome. Or if the government did some shit like that, not even the schools, t- taking taking that off the school. You know what I mean? I think that would be a really nice thing. But you I know. agree. I agree. Listen, that, that was, that was part it, of my it, three-point it, reparation plan it, right there. I was like, you the reparations should be uh paying for black people's school. That's what that's reparations right there. You don't yeah. got to give us direct money. Give us give that money back to right. bigger schools, pay the people's loans off. Uh, you mm-hmm. that make you feel a little bit better that way you don't have to worry about putting money in people's pockets but you know a little yeah. sign but nah I, I think it's a dope idea because the fact is I mean I think it's a dope thing to do that um, I remember if I'm not mistaken was it Morehouse a doctor did it for Morehouse one yeah day? Morehouse yeah yeah so like we've seen this before you know we're predominantly seeing this you know at black institutions 
Um, my one thing that I'm hoping for, just to go ahead and, and, and butt in a little bit, is just I hope that this inspires potentially a graduate who's in this class who hopefully becomes successful, Passing has on. the means to do that, mm-hmm. also passes that idea on to do it again for that same institution. That would be fucking dope. Because it isn't enough, to ju- and this, this is my philosophy, it isn't enough for you to receive a gift. Sometimes you need to go ahead and make sure that when mm-hmm. you are able and you're in the position to, that you do the same back. Because no, that fact. kindness inspires people to do the same thing. That's Keep a going. fact. I know for me, and it's not on the level of clearing out niggas' tuitions like these uh, these rich folk doing, but when I was in high school, I was uh, part of uh, the PDC Foundation. That's uh, Pritchett, uh, Doggett, and uh, I forget who the other person was. From from the high, all the people from yeah. Auburn. Uh-huh. I was part of the foundation. They gave me a scholarship for school. And like every year since I graduated, I've always like donated towards that foundation because, you know, they helped me get my, my, my laptop for school. You know what I mean? That shit was helpful for me to uh further my education and making sure i was good for classes so i feel as though you know it ain't on the same level as clearing people's uh tuitions out but you know i'm doing something to help to give back after something was given to me you know what i mean so listen hey fuck that you did you doing something you know uh like you said sometimes it may not seem like as much because ultimately it, it isn't much quote unquote in the grand scheme, but it matters no matter nonetheless because you don't have to do that. You're choosing to do it because the fact is you're doing that the goodness of your heart. And I think that anybody who's in a position on the receiving end will look at it and appreciate it no matter what it is. So no, I I don't I don't ever say like yo you somebody helping somebody out. Oh you ain't helping somebody out enough unless you're a rich motherfucker and you're just being stingy. But <laughs> outside of that, you know you right. giving you giving you giving back what you can is definitely always a positive thing that you can do. Now, regardless of how big or how small it is, you're doing, you're taking your time and your ability to go ahead. And especially, like you said, you're investing back into something, something that somebody invested into you. You know, like you said, you being in that position, you're able to do that. You now, it's definitely positive to see that, you know. And once again, I just hope that, you know, this trickles and matriculates down and people continue to do the same thing. I know that X, if I'm not mistaken, X did mention that he, um, he he did he did start like a somewhat of an organization to go ahead potentially try to do that at Dell State, which I also agree is a dope ass idea. You know, I think that that's the big thing about ha- being a part of your alma mater is that ultimately you try to go ahead and especially you know us being black individuals, we trying to go ahead and give back to our people. You know, I think there's no better thing than to go ahead and give back to the people who are like you. Sadly to say, and I know that sounds a bit fucked up because like we've been doing it, but ultimately, no, it's good to go ahead and give back to people. Uh, I'll just leave it at that on that. Uh, you had any thoughts on this, Bobby? Well, all right then. <laughs> all oh, right. shit. I thought I, I thought I was muted, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but nah, just I think it's a super cool gesture. Definitely appreciate it. I mean, uh, we don't need more because, you know, people do whatever the fuck they want with their money. But definitely, you know, seeing how life is happening, it's definitely very helpful. And, you know, just gives people uh, a clean slate and definitely just great generosity always brings, you know, new thinkers and, you know, new new things. Because now I'm out there and I don't have that and I don't have anything to worry about, essentially. But 
just getting a job and you know starting from scratch that that freedom is something i have never felt so i i, I think it feels good i, I would assume it feels good <laughs> yeah i agree <laughs> i ain't in a position to feel that way but i know that if i did i'd be fucking happy i would but, be fucking happy 100 i agree no, i definitely agree with you there like you know we all we always joke about you know wishing that we were in a position for it but it ain't never no hate shit it's just like it it, it would be a very refreshing feeling because you know sadly you know uh school debt is something that people tend to carry for their entirety of their life you know unfortunately it, it's a true thing and you know seeing that these individuals have the opportunity to go ahead and move forward without having that burden on their back regardless if they get a, a good job out the gate at least niggas ain't knocking on their door trying to get they get that get that money back immediately they got the, at least that buffer period where they can go ahead and figure some th- things out like and figure out what their next move is whether it be going back and continue education or whether it be finding something in the market you know it, it, it's it's definitely a breath of fresh air and a lift of anxiety so you know I, i'm happy to see that that's a thing that's happening um and yeah just hope to see more um, I know that they had to step away, but we're going to go ahead and segue a little bit into some sports uh, because we are in the second round of the NBA playoffs. Um, things are getting spicy now. You know, we are getting uh, uh, into the real, real meat of things. I'm going to go ahead and say it like that. We in the meat of things. Um, right now, if I'm not mistaken, the matchups are the Celtics versus the Bucks. We have the Suns versus... Ooh, Suns versus who are the Suns playing? Right oh, yeah, I ain't want to talk about the next topic. I ain't want to talk about Jesse Williams Schmidt. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm sorry about that. I, I, we, we didn't, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that was. Even oh, no, I, I had put it in the chat. I had to go with my car. Nigga, cutting okay, grass. Ain't gonna, fuck, ain't gonna fuck my wood. But we can talk about the players. We'll get back to uh, Jesse Williams. Uh, yeah, we, we, we're gonna touch on some Schmidt. Don't worry about it. We're gonna get on that. But uh, not nah, no funny. But yeah, we're in the second round. Hey, Paul, you said we're going to touch on some shit. Yeah, I, I, I definitely <laughs> said that. I definitely said it. I, I ain't know nobody the caught that. Next race. It's been a while, guys. It's been a while. Been a while. I'm going to go ahead and say what I got to say. But uh, ultimately, if I'm going to say, who's the Suns playing right now? Suns, Suns are playing the Mavericks. The Mavericks. The Suns versus the Mavs. The, the Warriors versus the Grizz. And the Heat versus the Sixers. Sixers, yeah. All these games are looking really, really good right now. Um, um They are legit haymakers being thrown in these games not not literally but in the sense of matchup wise these games are really good um right now i'm gonna go ahead and go through these series uh matchups and where things are the heat just won tonight and they actually blew the doors off the sixers 120 to 85 so they're now leading mm-hmm. that series three to two um let me go ahead and go check we have the bucks leading the celtics they just won by three yesterday 110 to 107 it had a big comeback too yeah that was a big comeback definitely but um uh we're going to we're going to come back to that but uh also we have the grizzlies beating out the warriors 134 to 95 without john morant we'll get into that as well and the last game that we had was the uh well, we have the the Suns versus the Mavs tonight, but the Suns are up three two on them. But the uh, I think they're gonna close it out tonight on the, the Mavs. On the Mavs, okay. Well, we're gonna see you at nine o'clock. Um, okay. Oh, also, I'm sorry about that. I do apologize. The Heat are still playing right now. It's forty nine to forty eight uh, by the Heat. Uh, it's at halftime right now. Um, so they got the opportunity to close some game. Uh, the Heat by one. Okay. 
It's at halftime. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get through the – let's talk about these games a little bit. Let's talk about the Heat game first so that way, you know, we could give updates as the game goes on. Uh, what are you guys seeing thus far? You know, we are seeing that the Heat, they, they really here to play. Uh, so, what, what, any thoughts of what you've been seeing so far? Uh, I think right now the Heat has the best team on paper just because their team has a lot of defense, defense-based players on that team. So you got Jimmy Buckets, you got Bam, you got Kyle Larry, you got Alec Depot, um, you got PJ Tucker. Um, who else is on that team? There's someone else slipped my mind. But just those niggas alone, all pretty good defenders. You know, PJ Tucker is not he's a defender that's going that's going be of annoyance to an extent, but he ain't a Pat Bev like. Like he you can put PJ Tucker on, I think, almost on one through five, and he'll do pretty okay on them. You know, we've seen him guard KD. You know, it's hard to stop KD from dropping 30, but if you can force him into some bad shots, which he does sometimes, it, 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 it's beneficial. You know what I mean? Um, you already know Jimmy Butler is is a very good defender. And now if you take a look at the, the team that they're playing against, you know, you have Joel and B. I think he's a pretty a good defender. Um, James Harden, no. Um, Tyrese Maxey, I'm not sure. I, I, would, I wouldn't say he's on a James Harden level, but I haven't seen him or he's not known to be a defensive uh, guard. Um, Danny Green, hell no. He's just stealing money from the <laughs> NBA still. Uh, <laughs> Tobias Harris, I think he he probably be second on that starting lineup with him be on um, defending. Um, yeah, uh, that 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 team is is one sided on uh you know on defensive skill, and I think that's what's gonna that's why they're losing. You know, we do know that Embiid had the the orbital injury in a game where he should have been out at that point because they were destroying them. Uh, but again, you never you can you never know what can happen in the game. So you know, we'll see. And then James Harden just just starting to play like himself again, only in the last game. So we'll see if he can pick it up in the second half. I'm not sure what his stat line is looking like now, but eleven points, three or okay, uh, eleven points, and he's a uh, four of nine. Well, I'm sorry about that. Eleven points, four of seven from the field. So he's not doing bad. Three, he's three of uh, five from three point land. So he's letting. Bitches fly. He letting the bitches fly. So that's a good. That's a good stat line so far. Yeah. What is that? Sixty percent from from uh, three. So that's actually pretty good. Actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, like you said, you no, know, the Heat definitely are looking great defensively right now. You know, they are they are pretty good uh, on a lockdown defense. Um, I, I I did I do believe Joel Embiid has been really. Pretty slow thus far, but ultimately their second best player, which should be James Harden, isn't performing well. Um, and if you got your second best player not performing well, you're not going to win too many games. You know, ultimately that that's not that's not a recipe for success. Having your second best player uh, not averaging a pretty good number, not not a good stat line, so to speak. Um, so it's definitely it's definitely looking like they might get closed out tonight. Whether or not the the Sixers go ahead and uh, throw another haymaker to keep the series alive and keep it extended. So that's to be determined. But 
they've been losing some bad and some bad uh some bad fashion. Uh Bobby, any thoughts on this? Nothing from Bobby. All right. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> all right. See, the time I thought I wasn't on me, I'm talking to myself. See, look at this. Somebody take a look at this. No, nah, definitely. Uh, the playoffs, definitely they have been close and been good. I don't know. I think Luke got something to say that the it's not even really the Mavs are doing bad. It's just when Luca got 40, like he needs that every time to try to win. Because the last game they lost, they got blown out. Luca had 28. If you look at the next closest person, I think he had 12. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's and then after that it was like seven, six, Ooh, five, like that's on them. They should they should have traded Przingis and got another piece for him. Spencer Dinwiddie is not hey. the piece that you trade Przingis for. Uh, Porzingis is being a baby. Tell me the last I, time Porzingis played. I get, I get that. Tell, tell, tell me the last time Porzingis played. I think it was a good trade. He has not played on the the Wizards since yes, he got there. On the Wizards, Porzingis. He when the last time has he played on? He got traded to the Wizards. He went he, to the Wizards hurt. And he played. He's played a lot of games for the Wizards. I mean, don't say if you say twelve games is a lot of games. I'm be pissed. Nigga, off. he got traded towards the end of the season. Let me go look now. He should he should have played all thirty. That's what no, he, no, he he ain't Jokic, nigga. He ain't he, he ain't obligated to play every game. Nigga, Luca missed just missed a lot of games this season too. Which is why he wasn't in an MVP race. That's neither here nor there, though. So right, anyway, you can't you but, can't come at Przingis' availability if the star nigga's availability yes. just is is wishy washy. I can come first of all. The, he's only hurt because he has nobody else. Tim Hardaway was hurt since, since the All Star break, and then who else you got? Pazingas, he's been hurt, which is why he got traded. He's been hurt for the past two years. I think Pazingas, most games he played was like 52. That's horrible. For a star player, that's gross. I don't want him. Get him out of here. Let's see how many games he played. He played. Okay, we're. How does not add up? He's numbers don't add up. So he played. He played 51 games. I'll take that. Come on, the math. I'll take that. I'll take that. 51. (laughs) 51 from a star player. He complained and cried nigga, and said, it's either me or Luca. Nigga, because... if, he, if he's hurt, he's hurt. Nigga, Ben Simmons, that's someone that's baby. <laughs> nigga, ain't nothing wrong with that, nigga. But, uh, I, but you can't sit there and cry and say, it's either me or Luca Doncic, and I only could play 51 games as a, supposed to be a superstar on the team. That's mm. my perception of it. If I'm if you crying to me saying, I'm the superstar, it's either me or him, you see who got the boot? Pew! I'm a I get that, that but I'm not just—I'm not going to trade him from crumbs, though. Let me look at Spencer Dinwiddie's stats. Because what's his... what's the most games Pazinga's played in the last three years? I think it probably was like sixty-four, and that's me doing max. That's me maxing right there in the past three years. He has not played over like it's eight, and like Spencer Dinwiddie has, nigga. Hey. You trade for a nigga that played less games over the last four years? I trade. Poten- I I trade a potential. Look, this is what this is what Spencer Dinwiddie played. Okay, he played he played sixty seven games this year. He's averaging Ooh. four. He's averaging fourteen points. So you're already dropping down at least six points per game. Um, sixty seven games, fourteen points. Fifty two games. Prior twenty two. Prior to this season, he only played three games last season. He played sixty the season before. Another sixty the season before. He ain't. He just in the same boat. And he's not – He, I don't think he's as skilled as uh, Porzingis is. He's not – no, he's nowhere near the unicorn. 
but I'm not going to sit there and take bullshit from you when you can only play 50 games. <laughs> and I'm not even sure if this nigga's even starting for Dallas. So now you traded a starter for a nigga that I don't think is starting. I think Jalen Brinson is starting or Brunson is starting at point and Lucas at shooting guard. So now you trade for a nigga that's not even starting for you. Pozingas wasn't starting either because every time he come back, he was coming off injury, so he had to come off the bench. And dropping 24, 22 off the bench. I'll take that. 22 off the bench for for maybe 50 games because not every game he's dropping 20. So, I mean, it's neither hit nor the Either way, Mavs, they're probably going to go outside because it's only Luka if nobody else scores. Because Brunson, either he's going to give you 30, he's going to give you three. Either or, but he has potential. You feel what I'm saying? Luka, he's going to give you what the Luka, Luka shit going to do. I know he's going to go crazy because fucking, what's that nigga name? Booker. Him and him be going yeah. back and forth talking hella shit. So I know that game's going to go fucking wild. That's the one. But it's going to be very sketchy and Suns are probably going to close it out because Chris Paul is not having that. Uh, on to the Paul next. Been acting like been playing like shit this series too, but that's a, that's for another. He's getting he's up there in age, so we'll we'll let him. Yeah, not Thanos. Um, fucking he uh, he gonna close him out Philly because Embiid he got too many injuries and James Harden ain't been James Harden since they took out his rule. So get him the fuck out of here. Hmm. Next, get him. Since, they, since uh, fact, I was been, gonna mention that since too. Little that, baby that got put change. on. My man ain't been. He ain't been playing the way he used to. Hey, they Next. looking for a little baby with the Rico charges too. Harden scared for his life. Order right. two. Uh, <laughs> I was with these niggas, bro. <laughs> I speak no English. <laughs> get him the fuck up out of there. Fucking the Celtics. I think they're going to seven. Not gonna hold you. Think that's going to seven. That's a great series. Drew Holiday did his thing that last game too with that block and then the the that steal. Yeah, that was a block. That was a good block that game. I didn't see that. Great um, block and then the steal to, to close it off because they was only down what three. They just needed three to come back and he stole that shit. That nigga mm-hmm. smart about to cry. What you talking about? Yeah, I think he did cry in the car. He but, definitely um, cried in the car. <laughs> nigga, I'm the defensive player. Yeah, I'm supposed to be making plays like that. Not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I'm he, the he one running the struggle. Hell yeah. But no, nah, I think. It's been a great playoffs. Definitely, I think the Suns are going to Western Conference Final. Who else is there? Suns and who's on the West? Who's on the West? Oh, the Warriors. The Warriors, they did some, bu- they did some bullshit. They got comfy and, oh, John Morant's not there. We're going to blow them out when they don't know that without John Morant, the Grizzlies actually went 20, what, 22 and 5 or some shit like that. So, yeah, yeah they bugged the fuck out. They Grizzlies are actually better without John Morant because they just let John Morant do whatever the fuck he wants so he takes the majority of the shots. But without that, they're actually a great young facilitating team and they still play aggressive like they're still in college so they actually passed the ball on some spur shit but neither here nor there who do i know i'm not an analyst but words they're gonna make it out by the skin of their fucking teeth just off experience like i like i said in the beginning they're gonna win off experience ben said that it is what it is sorry for john Morant, but life happens you feel what i'm saying so yep mm. warrior it's gonna be warrior sons heat and um i can't even call it with the bucks and celtics i just gotta watch that one out but, yep. okay. uh, that's my thoughts Nah, I like that matchup. Uh, personally, me, I'm, I'm vying for the Celtics versus Heat. I agree with that. Um, unfortunately, Jaws out, so that kind of fucks up my my wish for the West. Uh, I was hoping that it was going to be the Grizz versus the uh, – bear with me one moment – the Grizz versus the Mavs, but that, that's not going to work out either. Um, so both my teams that I was vying for, they're, they're, they're going to be eliminated probably within the next day or so. Um yeah, I, I think that if it comes down to Celtics Heat, that's probably going to be the best matchup of the playoffs, in my opinion. That's going to be a good-ass matchup. 
because both of those teams are good defensively. Um, I I, I kind of give this. Ooh, I can't even say that. I I'm about to say I gotta give the edge to the Celtics if they make it there, but. I don't even know. They're not making Jimmy it might, there, bro. They're not the making Celtics, it there. Think the Celtics going to get eliminated? Yes, nigga. If they should, if they would have won last night, I would have said, okay, I believe. But after they blew that lead without Middleton being there, nah, I'd be. Hey, it happens, bro. You know, it happens. Okay. Unfortunately, it does. But the I think Celtics that are a better matchup for the close. Yeah, I, I would enjoy that matchup more. I ain't if gonna the, lie. If the Bucks would. make it there, they're beating the Heat. Because Bam, you see what he's been going through with Embiid. So imagine Giannis. Mm. <laughs> a fucking uh, a big body. You know what I mean? What would I say? And that Mack truck in the little garage. Are you talking about fucking him hey, up? Yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Now, fucking I will say, up. one of the things I will say, though, uh, outside of the game on Sunday, Every game against the Celtics, I mean against the Bucks, they've been in the game. They have not the worst. The, the Sunday game was their worst loss. Outside of that, they've been losing by three or uh, three or less. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Two, uh, yeah, they three, three yeah. So they so it it isn't it isn't like they're losing bad. I it, I feel like this is similar to what the what the Warrior what's happened with the Warriors series. The, that game, that series could easily be a a, a, a closed out series at this point. If Ja mm-hmm. makes that layup, they win that game. But then mm-hmm. that, so that's three and two. And if I'm mistaken, they also lost on a, on a late shot as well, in, in another game. So that game could that series could be over. Same thing with this Celtics series. That could have been over too. I'll tell you this: the Celtics have won more definitive games. I feel like, if I'm mistakenly, look. Yes, they've won a lot more definitive games against the Bucks than the Bucks have done against them, aside from that first game. Like that that second game, they blew them the fuck out. 108, 109 to 86. I mean, that's they, the that's they, the Bucks uh, and Yeah, up and down, up and down, I guess. But it's just yeah. I, I any, any team that the Bucks play, if it's if they're under hundred points, the Bucks usually win that game off of just straight defensively. It's, it's statistics. You can look at the stats for for like just like if the Warriors they don't score over hundred they usually lose usually lose those games. That means they had bad shooting nights, bad shooting percentage. It's just it's pretty much vice versa. But yeah, they the Bucks they just they don't really have pure scorers. They have people who can score, but pure scorers like Clay Thompson, um, Steph Curry. Those are pure like pure shooters. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like KD pure scorers. They don't like I'm not saying Chris Middleton is a, a pure scorer. You have to fight me. Put me in a grade. I like saying Kyle Lowry is a point guard. Like, fuck out of here, nigga. That's what I compare him to. He's like a – he's a second-tier shooter. I can give him that. But, yeah. Fuck that. But, yeah, that usually defensive games, always good. I'm excited. But I think they're going to seven. All right. Where we at to next? What's up? What's up? Oh, uh, they want to get to. Freak boy, freak man. Yeah, that's him. I mean, I just wanted to, you know – Talk about some sneak from here and there, you know what I mean? Uh, okay. So I'm not sure if you guys have seen or heard. Well, if you've heard about, it, I hope we ha- you haven't seen. If you heard about um, seen. the whole <laughs> Jesse Williams situation, so I'm I believe Jesse Williams is on doing like a a Broadway play or some sort of play where his character in the particular play derobes uh, while on stage. And, you know, like with these plays, you it's almost like how they do at the comedy shows, right? You're supposed to put your bag in the, the magnetic thing so that no one could record during the, the particular act. 
or you know the show to protect it from being d- distributed throughout outside of the actual venue um someone snuck their phone in and throughout the play and when this part came up where jesse williams character the robes they record the scene and um, all the women on the Twitters have been going crazy in regards to uh, what uh, Jesse Williams unveiled to the world for them. Um, sure. So what's your, what's, your, what's your thoughts on this in regards to, uh, you know, nudity and as a form of art, you know, nudity in movies, nudity in scenes, just nudity in general, you know, what, what's your feel on nudity? I ain't so, going to say men, men nudity and, uh, specifically, but, you know, just nudity in general. Uh, I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm okay with the art, 100%. No, this is not something that's foreign. You know, this is something that's been going on for, for not even decades, hundreds of years at this point. You know, if there's a scene of nudity, that's going to happen. I will say this. The problem I have is that that's sexual assault, if I'm not mistaken. Like, that man, yes, he's performing, but he didn't ask to be recorded. That's not, it, it, there's a, re, like you said, there's a reasonable expectation when you are at a show on, uh, on Broadway shows. And even, even if it's outside Broadway, whatever the case may be, there's a reasonable expectation that what you're seeing in the theater stays within the theater. Like, there, there shouldn't, there's like, whoever took that video and whoever distributed that video should honestly be sued. I'm going to be honest with that. Absolutely, they should be sued. They should be able to, Jesse should be able to go ahead and file a lawsuit. And trust me, there's going to be a digital footprint somewhere of who, who did the shit. Because the fact is, they had to go ahead and share it. And somebody, whoever, whoever gets tracked late last with it, is going to snitch on who they got it from. And if I'm him, I, I ain't going to lie, probably will go ahead and do that lawsuit. Because we need to make sure there's an established boundary between what it is that's acceptable and what is not acceptable. Um, and I think that it's unacceptable for them to do that. You know, he's performing at his job. Sorry about that little, but he's performing at his job, but yet he's being recorded and the shit is now distributed outside of that. You know, who's to say that he wanted that shit to be outside of that? And we would be having a completely different conversation if it was a woman. If it was a prominent woman actor and that was to happen, there would be a lot more outrage than what's going on because I've heard something about, I've heard stuff about it, but ultimately, I don't, people are not really, people are just like, oh yeah, Google got out about it, but it's, it's, there's a problem with this. This is, there's literally a problem with this. Like you said, you're supposed to be putting your bags into magnetic, you know, things. You're supposed to not record, but clearly people in this day and age don't know what the fuck means not to record shit. Like it's not meant to be recorded. So that, that's my problem with it. I have no problem with them being nude in the scene. That's completely okay. Like, you know, that's part of the show, part of the art. I have a problem with the fact that somebody recorded it and now the shit is out there and floating out there. That's problematic to me. Totally agree. Uh, totally agree. You know, I'm all for the nudity. You know what I mean? Um, if I could, I'd be, if I was an actor, I'd probably uh, do some nude scenes myself uh, just to see Absolutely. how it feels. Just to see how it feels behind, with, with, a, with a camera behind me. You know what I mean? And, you know, just see how the, the feels of it, you know, see if it get nervous, you know, see if the, the scene come out as I expected it to, if it doesn't come out as I expected it to, just to experience it, you know what I mean? But just you know, remember it adds 10 pounds, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm already, two, I'm already 225, I can't be 230 now, god dang. 
Shit, nigga, I'm two twenty five. Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I, I ain't gonna be at two on there. I'm about to be Any dogs in the house? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but anywho, just wanted to to uh, bring that up. I know. Again, I know the women were having their their, their, their a good time viewing that this week. Um, so yeah, you know. I'm happy for that. Man. Since we t- since we talk about nudity in in uh, nude scenes. What's one of y'all favorite like nude scenes from? A movie? I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I already since, gave you my answer since, about this. Before. Since we're here, oh, you talking about was it the Selma Hayek? Yes, it is absolutely in the, in the water. Without a, doubt, without a doubt, yep, yep, mm. yep, yep. I'm gonna and say that's mine. fine. That's fine because you know what? That was for public consumption. It was a movie. It was something that was distributed. That shit's out there. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say, say my, mine's is uh, Rosario Dawson in Trance. She had the full. The full, the full uh, pussy out, nigga. You can see, you can see everything, nigga. If you ain't seen it, <laughs> if you ain't seen, you a fan of Rosario Dawson? Go Google on X videos, uh, whatever your preferred uh, porn site is, and type in Rosario Dawson. She gonna be walking down the hallway, and you gonna be looking at her walking down that hallway. All right, <laughs> so do do yourself a favor, guys. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> Go take a look at that. Nice thing too, such a nice thing. Mm. <laughs> Chill out. This thing is a menace, right? In the words of a uh, job with a spoon, them titties need to be sucked on. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, crazy, Bobby, you, do you got any uh, a particular movie scene of nudity? Not, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I feel like uh, I have one, but I don't. I do not remember. Ah, uh, gotcha. All right, that's cool. You know. I'm sure there's one you just can't you just can't think of it right now. So good. All right, let's move along the docket. Um, let's talk about uh Diddy. Diddy back in the news. Uh so Diddy, P. Diddy Pup Daddy, uh is launching a new RB record label with Motown Records called Love Records. So from my understanding, and as we all know, Diddy's been out the game for a while. He hasn't, I don't think he has done any like uh managing like how he used to back in the day in a while or even really making songs like that in a while he might he may make an appearance here and there but he didn't he hasn't put out anything himself in a while and he really hasn't been featured on a lot of songs in the last few years um so this is pretty interesting uh at this point in his, in his career to uh get back into the the game that got him popular um so what's your thoughts on thoughts on uh diddy uh, co-launching this uh, this new record label. My only question is, so why wasn't this uh, launched? Is this launched underneath Bad Boy or is it separate separately entirely? I'm not sure if, if Bad Boys is under Motown or not, or if Bad Boys is just its own separate entity from the jump. Because yeah. it, it would be strange if, you know, if Bad Boys was his own separate thing. Why not just add another like agreed branch to what you what you already built up? Mm, yeah, I agree. Unless unless you know, as no, if you said this is this is in conjunction with Motown Records, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not Motown exists anymore, or they're going under, and he's trying to go ahead and be like a like an angel donor, where they're going to assess all the risk. I don't know, um, but. Um, it's interesting to see him get back in the game. You know, Diddy isn't, if I'm not mistaken, he's not that old. He's more like 60, maybe. Let me see. Diddy in the 50s. Yeah. He's 52. God damn, he's young. Hey, he's he's, 
He he ain't that old. He actually, I think, younger than Jay. That's wild. Um, hey, Jay, yeah. oh, Nicky Jay was yeah. about Jay about to be sixty. He Jay got like three 50. more years. Hell yeah, yeah I think he's about fifty. That sound about right. So like, yeah, it's it's a shock to me. I didn't know that. Uh, that I know Jay Z fifty two years old too. Damn, damn, I think niggas older than what they are. Yeah, so they are same cool. age. Okay, well, okay, well, they're only a month apart. That's wild. <laughs> That's crazy. They're literally a month apart. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's going to, it's interesting to see them, uh, see him get back in the game. Uh, hopefully we get a, another, uh, what's the, what's the show called? Uh, the band. Hopefully we get one of those coming out because, uh, the band, that, that, that shit was comedy. That show was comedy. When you had the niggas dance, uh, singing in that living room for the beds, comedy. I watch that shit now. It's just like, yeah, this shit was absurd. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what acts they sign, what they're gonna be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Diddy's good for you know he's good for exposure as well as he's good to go ahead and keep things lively. If that makes sense. He, he's he's definitely one of those people that it's it would be interesting to be a fly on his office wall to see what happens on the ins and outs. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens and how that works out though. I think he's very good also in discovering talent. I'm not sure if you mentioned that as well. He's very good at talent discovery. Outside of that that one white boy band, I, I don't know uh, what was their name. I I couldn't get uh, into them, but the bands, uh, the first band, Danny Kane was good. Day 26 uh, was pretty cool. Day 26, Biggie. Uh, I think I think Mace. Faith was under him. Mace. That was he my nigga. Some, he has some. Nigga still owe me some money. Facts, definitely, definitely. But yeah, nah, I think he has a good eye for talent, you know. And I think he he's like that. Diddy's like that that uh that that uncle at the barbecue who just be out of pocket. So like it's it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out and see what what he does and what he comes up with. Because I will say this, he has a very very business acumen in mind where he. He knows what moves to make. He got his finger on, on the on the pulse of things. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm 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 definitely gonna keep my eye out for what he does. That's definitely that's definitely interesting. I didn't even know that was even happening though. Hey guys, just and this is kind of out of the moment. We might be able to see that Falcons game for for, uh, for the for uh, the fantasy. Uh, really? For okay. The, for the uh, fantasy league. Nice. Why say, say it for the free speech? It's free. What? He never said free. He did not say free. Absolutely did not say for the fantasy. He said free. He said preseason. Um, That's what he said. Preseason. Yeah. Uh, pre-season. I heard the fan of the freezing. That's what I fucked up or something. That's funny. My man said, hey, for free. Hey, that was the most nigga hearing I've ever heard in my life. Last topic I have, which I think is an interesting uh, video or the audio of how I uh, how I seen and heard it. it was a voiceover of Steve Harvey pretty much giving a guy some 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 tips on, you know, on what they should have in their wardrobe. So what he pretty much said is that every man should have five suits, right? You should have a black suit, a navy suit, a brown suit, tan, and gray. 
And then mm -hmm. you should have a specific amount of certain shirts. So I know he said two white shirts, I think two cream, um, two black, and some other colors. And what, he, and what he was saying is that with those combinations of suits, because those common, you can wear the, the bottoms with, you can wear any bottoms or any top. Uh, and he's saying that with all those combinations together with the shirts, the pants, and the, the jacket, you have 75 possible outcomes that you can utilize to, you know, in your wardrobe. And I think that's pretty, pretty cool, you know, and pretty good information to learn about because, you know, I think owning suits are very important because you, you'll definitely need suits uh, as you continue to grow older for different things in life, right? For work, for events that you may go to, some any socializing or social networking events, suits would, would be definitely a, 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 a dress attire that you would want to go out in. Or just like if you are just a business professional and you just, you know, like going out dressing a certain way that that's a, a way that you can go about doing and having those things available uh, i know myself i have a black suit gray suit and a navy suit so i do so i don't have that that brown or tan i just don't think brown and tan look too good on me uh, so that's why I, I still don't think i would ever venture into those colors um but that's me but yeah i, I do try to you know try to add to my collection when I can, when, when there's a sale, I should say. When there's a sale, I'm, I'm <laughs> have you on the bro? Yeah, right. So, Macy's be having some... Macy's be $30. Yeah, Macy's be having some good sales. Uh, they had a, a really good sale. It was like two suits for like, I don't know how, I think it was two suits for like, for like a, like 150, 200. It was a really good deal. I was like, I'm on that. Like, we in. Yeah, no, no, that sounds good. That sounds yeah, good. I definitely recommend all men, young adults, uh, get your suit game up. You know what I mean? You never know yeah. what you might need. It's better to have it not needed than need it not have it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I went great. I went crazy, nigga. They had the the on Amazon. They were selling turtlenecks, nigga. Put the <laughs> three <laughs> for one. I said, oh, I need. That. I got a cream green black jaw. I said, ooh, put the black turtleneck with the gold chain on top of it. Come on, <laughs> hey, July, no brown, baby. <laughs> oh, July, July, July. <laughs> put the little put the phone nigga. put the little phone on the hip bop bop hell <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I got the uh, I agree I mean switch it up more to go crazy no funny it's funny that you're bringing it up I was definitely thinking about buying suits um I will say this going growing up I always had suits I had fucking I had a lot of suits I used to hate that shit because going to church on Sundays and shit like that my pops would always say like oh yeah you gotta get a, you gotta get a suit and I know, nigga, when you grow and you grow like a weed, so that would always make me buy and buy more and more suits. Um, I, because of that, I ain't gonna lie, I detested wearing suits. I definitely did not like wearing suits. The moment I, I was able to not buy suits, I stopped buying suits entirely. Um, but now as I got older, I realized, yes, it is important to definitely have suits. Um, I have to actually go ahead and buy more suits because the fact is I grew again a little bit. Uh, I used grew to again? Yeah, nigga, I I grew, I gained weight. Like I used to. Be oh, like, I thought you made got taller. I'm about to get. I be trying to nigga. wear my work clothes that I cop pre-COVID, nigga. Those shits be looking like skinny jeans in here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all my yeah, all my chinos. I, got shot. I can't wear no chinos. Oh, I gotta oh, go man. ahead.
I gotta reevaluate my shit. I gotta go ahead. He's got blend. the Chino Capris, bitch. Facts. <laughs> Chino, nigga, talk about compressed, nigga. I can't wear boxes with my shit. God. I gotta wear boxes. I got Chino joggers now, nigga. They were not Chino <laughs> joggers when I purchased them. They were crunching my ankle. He is not oh, lying. Shit. So I have yeah. to basically reinvest into a whole professional out. Uh, wardrobe at this point, so the turtleneck speed can never go wrong. It I'm gonna have to go ahead. I got, and the worst part is, I got events to go to now. I got weddings because like, we're getting older, everybody's getting married, so now I gotta get some suits now. So it, I, I have to essentially re get an entire dress up wardrobe. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun because you no, know, it, it makes me really think back to those times where I was like a kid and I did not like wearing suits. And I'm like, shit, now now I'm like, yeah, I got the body for a suit. I need to make sure I got my suits now. I got to go ahead and get my game up. I got to be out here looking right. Um, right. So, yeah, it, it, it is definitely going to be a fun experience. Um, I think that within the next, I would say next few weeks, I'm actually going to get like probably about two or three more suits right now. Uh, I got to go ahead and invest in some more dress shoes because that's a new thing now. I got to make sure that I got the right dress shoes. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but... For me, I'm very particular with my dress shoes because the fact is dress shoes are a very, a very unique thing, of, for lack of a better word, because the fact is ultimately the, the way that they feel when you're walking is fucking terrible. I don't know about you guys. I hate wearing dress shoes because the fact is you step on a rock. Walking in a dress shoe, bro, yeah, you step <laughs> on a rock, it is a wrap. That shit's going to hurt. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I got to go ahead and re- figure that out it's just it's going to be interesting because the fact is it, it, like i said it's just going to remind me of being a kid also it makes me think forward to like i right, these are things i'm going to need and and just everyday life now you know i i'm still going to wear my jeans my sneakers sweats and all that good stuff but now as i've gotten we gotten older you know i i now see the importance of having those things in your wardrobe having like having you know, slacks, more chinos, uh, more more suits and all that. I see the importance of it. I used to, like, I really was trying to avoid it, but now I'm realizing, like, shit, I got to really go ahead and step my game up. I'm out here lacking right now. I'm really out here lacking. That's um, a fact. I ain't got no more dress shoes. Definitely those. But I think I, I agree with you, Kev. Definitely. I think I hated dressing up because them niggas used to violate me. Like niggas used to make me Facts. look like a Jehovah. They said no. Mm-hmm. See, you had the full suits at least. Niggas made me look like a Jehovah Witness. I had the short white sleeve shirt with the, the pants. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes! Look like Dexter. Yikes! I know exactly what you're talking about. Big yeah, ones, looking wow. Have you heard about the the word of the Lord? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you got the the wow. short sleeve shirt with the pocket on the co- pocket in your shit. Big pocket, bro, with the brochures <laughs> in it. <laughs> like it crazy. Hey, I mean, that's yo. why I hated that. Nah. All day. First and second service, man, mad as hell. But yeah, nah, it's gonna be interesting to go ahead and, and really go out there and and wearing it. And you know, and people, I, it's it's funny because when you get older, people really start complimenting you on like your dressy attire mm-hmm. like when you're in different situations like you know ultimately like of course when you're in a regular chill set and you're wearing some nice kicks and you're wearing some some nice fit of jeans you look good people compliment you people look at you and give you a little nod but when you step into a room with some real like i guess for lack of a word casual wear if I, i'm not mistaken if i'm using it wrong but if you're wearing some real casual wear 
uh, people really acknowledge it. Like, oh, you looking good. Like, you looking sharp. Like, oh, what's up? Like, what you about yeah. to do? Like, it, do it's my octa room. Yeah, my octa room. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. It's a key and peel situation. But yeah, it's just like um, it gives it not to say that it's giving a false facade, but it gives off that important vibe. When people see people wearing a suit or you know dressed up attire. It seems like you look like a man with purpose, and that matters in this world. You look, you you do you do need to look like a man with purpose, especially in certain situations. Um, so that I think that definitely does matter to go ahead and make sure that we now go ahead and invest in our not only our urban look and our casual look, but we invest in our professional look. So I, I that's that that's my last bit on that. But yeah, I definitely want to make sure. I go ahead and get back to it. Hey man, eat even though you got the drip and you look good, bro. I just I literally just started like recently in the past couple of years, like wearing cologne frequently. Not every day. I be trying to, but I be forgetting, but just adding that mm, to little squirt, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, I agree. This one don't last, that one don't last, this one better than the roller, like just figuring that shit out. Cause you know, I don't be asking questions like that. But yeah, that shit, that shit is I think that's a great accessory to the wardrobe. You got your watch, you got your chain, you know, you don't wear earrings depending on, you know, where you're going or what you, you know, flexing for, but that cologne, that's the game changer right there. You could look, you could look 10 cents under rich, but bitch, you got that cologne on there. Everybody go, mm, what are you wearing? That, you feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely, that cologne game got to be strong too. Hmm. Think so. All right, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap us up. Is that it, Bobby? All right, man. Thanks for choosing another episode of Fit and the X-Rated. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Thank you for all the love and support. You know what I'm saying? Let us know what we can do different. Let us know what you miss. You know what I'm saying? We'll holler. Deuces. <laughs>